Welcome to another episode of Southern Slash, bringing you the juiciest and most entertaining stories from Reddit. Before we begin, please don't forget to like this video and subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Spotify. Today's story of malicious compliance comes from a schooled underscore bus. First time posting, long time lurker, figured I'd throw one of my work stories in here, and I have many from this job alone. I'm sorry for any spelling errors, run-on sentences, and formatting, I'm not really a writer. Edit 1, making a small edit here, I no longer work for this company and have since switched careers. So a few years ago, I used to work for a mid-sized traffic control company, think detours, lane closures, and the like. The training was three to five days of safety, first aid, CPR, BBP, blood-borne pathogens, and flagging, those guys with the stop-slash-slow paddles. You would be assigned with a senior TCS, traffic control specialist, until such time they considered you to be senior enough to be one yourself. For me, this ended up being three months after hire. More training included all of the possible traffic control setups under various conditions and was a state DOT, Department of Transportation, licensed and administered class. They also taught you defensive driving and how to safely drive with a trailer, aero board, light tower, portable air compressor, or generator. I used to be hounded daily by my supervisors that my work zones were never in compliance with the material we trained to do. I was told that I can't fill out a non-typical work zone form any longer had and to comply with DOT regulations in all of my work zones. Anyone that has worked in this field or with crews that had people that do this job know, it is impossible to strictly adhere to the zone setups in the DOT handbook. Distances are exact, sign packages are exact, and since they are all DOT mandated, you can't make any changes to their layouts. I have all of my supervisors' complaints on my phone since they use text messages as their main way of communication. In comes malicious compliance. I let my foreman know that my supervisors are not happy with my work and want me to start adhering to the DOT manual for all of my zones, and that will completely delay and even possibly prevent work from being done for up to two hours while I set up a zone in compliance with DOT standards. He's on board because he's never had an issue with my work and would love for a safer work environment. We hatched the plan that should my setup time take longer than one hour, my usual setup time is between 10 to 30 minutes, he'll call my supervisor down and say that I'm taking too long to get set up and they are losing time on their job sites. The first day I start doing this, I get the zone set up in compliance in just under an hour. They start working and are done within 15 minutes, and I'm given the address to the next work site. I start breaking down my work zone as the book tells us to do, this takes me nearly 30 minutes to collect everything, and then another 20 minutes to get to the new work zone. Repeat the setup, another hour. They work for 30 minutes, new address is given, and I take 30 minutes to tear it down. This goes on for the whole 10-hour shift. Day 2 rolls along and I've been informed by my supervisor that my metrics, based on paperwork and work truck GPS logs, that I'm taking too long at each site when setting up and breaking down each work zone and that I need to speed it up to where I was pre-MC. I inform them that I cannot go any faster as I was told by them, in writing, text message, that I can no longer set up zones out of compliance with how I was trained. For some reason this didn't set off any alarm bells in their head and I resumed the day as normal. Taking over an hour this day to set up each zone, with 30-minute breakdowns as we go from place to place. 
My foreman is starting to get a little twitchy as his boss is starting to get on his case about not getting as many tickets done as normal. He lets his boss know what is going on and his boss has a good laugh and says carry on then, I know the TCS guy you're working with, and he's not intentionally trying to slow us down, he's just doing his job. We get to the third day, and now my foreman is extremely pissed off at me because he's being delayed at each work zone when he doesn't have to be and calls my supervisor to complain about how long I take setting up zones than I was I used to. About 15 minutes later my supervisor comes down and starts shadowing me. I'm setting up my zones with 100% compliance to DOT regulations, and it takes me an hour to do so. 30-minute breakdown, and we're off to the next work zone. At this zone, we have an intersection, and they are working in it. Normally, this isn't an issue, and I can get things done with just my partner, but since I'm doing MC, I tell my foreman we can't set up here until he calls my supervisor and has two more TCS come to assist in controlling the traffic. DOT mandate says one flagger for each direction at an intersection, and I have to be in 100% compliance. He calls my supervisor, who is right up the road witnessing everything I've been doing. They arrive while still on the phone and start chewing me out for milking hours and purposely slowing down the crew I'm assigned to, and that I don't need more TCS to control the traffic at this intersection. I calmly tell them that they told me to be 100% compliant with my work zones, and that's what I was doing. They tell me to go back to the office and wait for them there while they assign a new crew to pick up where I left off. So I head back to the office and wait. I start chatting with the HR manager that I might need them in a few minutes to file a complaint if I get written up, I don't tell them exactly why, but they'll find out soon enough. My supervisor gets back and we start having a chat about my work performance. I was called a corner cutter by always setting up the minimum zones needed and that they wanted me to go above and beyond that and be 100% compliant. And when I started doing that, they noticed my productivity, aka their profit margins, had been cut in half. They accused me of being a malingerer, purposely working slowly, impeding the work crew I was assigned to, and generally being unsafe. So, I was written up for it, and when they handed me the paperwork to sign for the formal write-up I started questioning them on it. I'm not about to sign paperwork that will impact my employment and bonuses for doing my job as instructed by them. My first question was to have the HR manager in the office because I may have to file a complaint against my supervisor. They did not like this but legally couldn't prevent it. So the HR manager comes in and we start talking about the write-up. I explained that I was told to stop using non-typical work zone forms by my supervisor and to start making my zones 100% compliant. The HR manager laughs, they know full well what 100% compliance means, and that it will take more than double the time for me to set up and tear down each zone. I also explained that I told my foreman that things were going to be different since my supervisor told me to become 100% compliant. Which is why the three of us are talking right now, I'm being written up for following the instructions I was given, and I refused to sign a write-up punishing me for doing what I was instructed to do. I request that I would like to file a complaint against my supervisor for harassment and moving the goal posts. The HR manager's smile disappears and my supervisor's shit-eating grin turns into a face of horror. Not only was I right, as evidence would show in my complaint, but this kind of write-up could get my supervisor transferred or even fired. My supervisor quickly tried to get the write-up into the paper shredder, but it was in my hands and all it required me to do was attach my signature and my case would be bulletproof. 
We came to a compromise, my supervisor would let me run my work sites as I used to, because in the real world, you can't always go by the book, and I wouldn't file the complaint against them for sabotaging me. Edit, first of all, I want to thank those who gave this post some awards. I feel I need to add some extra context and define a few of the acronyms used in some of the replies. I also wasn't as versed in labor laws at the time, so all of the this compromise stuff I found out about later on. As to the compromise being made at the end, I had already filed complaints with all of the other supervisors and managers in the office, but the one I was currently under. As I said above, this is one of many incidents involving this company and myself. If I had continued with the complaint filing, I would be in a fully hostile working environment, company HR definition, and would have to be transferred from the office I'm working at to another office, or be let go from the company. I've witnessed corporate HR step in a few times and always side with management and removing the problem employees and just replacing them with new hires. Florida being an at-will employment state made it easy to fire me for any reason or none at all. And it would have been up to me to prove this in court. This compromise did end up working my favor in the end before I left the company, as I was sent all over the state and to other states after this incident which came with a pay increase and many 70-plus hour work weeks. Below here is a small section of acronyms that have been thrown. TTC, Temporary Traffic Control. MOT, Maintenance of Traffic. MUTCD, Manual on Uniform Traffic Control Devices. If you enjoyed this story, please give this video a big thumbs up and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Spotify or wherever else you listen to podcasts. We put out multiple videos and podcasts per day to keep you entertained. Thanks for your support.